0: all right y'all what is going on this is your man l jamal coming through with another edition of never out of bounds of course this is a place we can say what you want as long as you got the facts it's been a long time coming but today i finally got my part two to my top video game soundtracks this is gonna be a journey across different platforms of course different genres in different time periods so uh, let's go down memory land for a little bit and maybe just maybe I can introduce you to something new uh, so let's get started uh, the first soundtrack I'm gonna go through is Def Jam Fight for New York uh, this one of course this game came out in 2004 of course on PS2 I believe on the original Xbox as well but of course this is uh, basically uh, beat-em-up with all your favorite rappers of all time pretty much old-school new-school I pretty much like how especially with the soundtrack uh, they did a good job like I said of showcasing uh, the well whoever was relevant at that time of course that being around the 2003 2002 era actually 2003 to 2004 era, uh, also like I said, you had some uh, old school uh, rappers there as well. One of the tracks that I really liked was uh, was a track by Redman, uh, Let's Get Dirty. Let's take a look at that one real quick. so again you already get the rockers vibe you already know where this is hitting you know this is all fi- you know that you, you remember the the def jam fighting series of course hard smacking especially in the second ver- uh second uh reiteration where you had all the different fighting styles uh so you had a lot of different stuff going on another song that i really liked was a track uh called flipside by freeway uh really solid mc from philadelphia right around that time again signed to the def jam imprint i think he was on rockefeller for a little bit with jay-z as well but uh here's a look at that flip side track Like I said, you had a little bit. You had a lot of old school on this uh, soundtrack. Again, you had some Slick Rick. You had some old, uh, sorry, some uh, some Big Daddy Kane. Uh, Here's some original gangster by Ice T here. from that uh, we also got a another solid track by uh, Buster Rhymes actually this is my favorite song by him uh, this is off his Genesis album which came out a few years before this game uh, this is called Make It Hurt uh, again this is coming off the Genesis album again I, I, and for those of you who are kind of familiar uh, with the fast spitting Buster that you hear nowadays or uh, somewhat in the recent Somewhere in the recent, you know, present, uh, around, around the 2010s and all that, he started to reveal some of that. Again, this goes back even further than that. He definitely uh, could spit, and he definitely had some hot fire. Uh, let's take a look at this track here. I think one overlooked kind con- uh, one overlooked aspect of this game, of course, uh, the graphics were really good. Of course, the fighting the fighting itself, uh, the gameplay was really on point. Of course, with the different fighting styles, but one thing I think both uh, versions, well, both uh, Death Jam uh, Vendetta and both Fight for New York, uh, they really don't get a lot of love in the story mode. Uh, there's a deep story that goes with both of them, and of course, with all that, there's a boss battle, and um, the boss battle itself in Fight for New York. Of course, it's your, it's what you would expect from a game like that. Of course, you are fighting uh, Soup Dog's character the Crow, uh, but I think a good addition to that uh, was Joe's, Joe Button's Walk with Me track. I thought it really fit with that. I think, and and honestly, I think it's one of the best uh, boss themes out there. Let's take a look at that real quick as well. <laughs> Moving on uh, to a much softer tone, Uh, we're going to take it back to the Super Nintendo days of course, Uh, this is Donkey Kong Country 2, Uh, this is a, I thought this was a really great game, especially with the music, Uh, this is coming from a 32 bit system, uh, but you can definitely see that there's a great, uh, you know, sense of care in terms of the sounds and how they produce them. Uh, but boost these sounds here—it's not just one of the mere, meal just kind of just sounds they put together. It uh, seems like they actually had some type of, you know, musically, music, music inclinations or inclinations into sound and tones and all that, and it seems to work really well here. Uh, another song that I really like uh, was some, these are from Levels, by the way this is the uh, stick of their symphony uh, another level that i really liked i'll show you in just a second this was called uh, it's called the enchanted wood Give me one. this level here is enchanted wood as you can tell uh, this is of course is a older system uh, but as you can tell uh, this was given some type of thought and some type of effort and just the sounds here you see the flute here and imagine even back in the 90s uh, hooked up you know with the proper setup with the super nintendo uh gives you a great you know even you know with the modern well, even with the uh sound systems at the time back then you get a really great sound um and uh it really worked well with this type of music of course it was jungle it had those jungle primal elements Uh, really went well with that and i think people not only like these games just because of the music or or not only because of the graphics and the gameplay but of course the music as well really into that type of stuff um but moving on from that uh, i think one thing that really made this music made this music really uh well at least in my opinion i i really know that it made some type of resonance with people is that there's so many remixes to these songs uh well for one, uh, here's here's a remix to the Enchanted Wood level right now. Here, real quick. I definitely, uh, I like how people are inspired to make something um, definitely influenced by, you know. The video games and of course music that they grew up with, or the music that surrounds them. So I really like that they uh, were able to come up with these ideas. This to be inspired by these beats to create that makes it. It makes it makes it known that you know these video games are not just you know something that we play just for fun, but they're really a part of something that's part of our lives. You know, we can do so many things with them. Uh, here's another example, one of those remixes. Right quick, be one one second. Of course, this is a remix to Breath Symphony. Back when I thought I had bars, I rapped to a beat that was inspired by this original song. Yeah, that was back when I thought I had bars. Now that I make a podcast, it all happens. We all have our past. Alright, we're going to move on. All right, y'all. So we made somewhat of a transition. Of course, we have moved to the PlayStation Three, but the story we are taking is the story of Red Dead Redemption, the story of the Old West. Again, this uh, soundtrack was pretty much uh, brought together by two artists, Bill Elm and Woody Jackson. Uh, there's a lot of instrumentals here. As you can tell, this is the theme. I'm gonna give you guys another example in just a second. And as you can tell, it's definitely rustic, it's definitely Western-oriented. And uh, this is, like I said, the theme. Uh, this, you know, there's music all throughout the game. Uh, here's another example of that here. Now, this, you would listen to this one. This is Dead End Alley. Again, this is more just instrumental. You ride around listening to this on your way to different checkpoints. But again, it's definitely to the time period. Sound, those; these are the, the exact instruments. They're pretty much the exact melodies pretty much that represent those time periods. So uh, again, uh, despite it being, you know, of course, a work of fiction, uh, definitely Red Dead did a great job of giving you a great gaming experience by giving you so many things that, you know, have a have a strong, tangible experience um, Influence Like this here. This is definitely music that you would Well, you know, it signifies the old west. Deserts and all that. And just hard living and stuff like that. So you definitely have that captured in this game. Uh, but there were other songs in this game that were really great. Uh, songs with, you know, melodies and choruses. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about those real quick. One of them is called So Far Away. Uh, so Far Away, yes, yeah, by Jose Gonzalez. Uh, this song here, uh, you listen to that one on the way to Mexico. When you first get into Mexico, uh, basically halfway through the game, uh, it's a really powerful track. Uh, really works well with the game, of course, and with your, you know, your progression throughout the game. It kind of signifies that. Uh, you kind of get a chance to reflect, kind of get a chance to chill a little bit uh, while you're riding around. And, and being showcased in another landscape uh, that Rockstar decided to put all their heart and effort um into doing so again this this is an ambiance song but again this song works even you know outside of the game it's a really good sounding song uh, really chill again the, si- the singing is on point as well again this is called so far away by jose Con- gonzalez Stand. a track by Ashtar, uh, Asher Command, excuse me, Uh, actually, you know, I got it right the first time, Ashtar Command, this song is called Dead Man's Gun, Uh, this song comes about after uh, the main character, uh, John, has been murdered, of course, he had to, you know, go through uh, the whole, you know, the whole loops from the federal government just to get his family back, only to have the federal government come back and shoot him up up again but again this is a, a song that pretty much signifies all the stuff that he has he's had to be, go through um and not only that but also uh just a reflection of his life in total not just what you ex- not just what you experience in the game uh but stories that you don't even know about uh, stories that will come about in red dead redemption 2 so here's a good look at that after command uh dead man's gun of course red dead redemption soundtrack gonna move our way down Nostalgia Road, and ah, oh, let me just let me just bring it up on you, you guys. I know you guys remember this one. I know you guys remember this one. Next up, of course, we got Super Mario 64. Of course, they do. It'll be 1996 and 64. The long title. You already know about this one. I thought we'd make this uh, soundtrack really good because, um, again, I think Mario music is just, in my opinion, iconic. I think if you put this, this music on, they know exactly what game this goes to, just like when you hear the original uh, Sonic theme song. Just like when you hear this right here. Hold on. Just like when you hear this right here just like this theme right here I think the N64 version is just as iconic just as memorable uh, I think with the N64 you know, there is some improvement, of course. You are, you know, you are moving on a little bit uh, in terms of, you know, technology. So, there is some there is some differences in terms of what the quality and sound quality is for the, 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 the N64 as opposed to the Super Nintendo. Uh, so, I think that worked really well. Uh, you especially saw it with music like this for Dire, Dire Docks. Uh, again, just showcasing what the N64 could do. Uh, probably not as good as the PlayStation when it came to video game soundtracks. But but just in terms of jingles and, little, and music and just ambiance and just making a level feel a certain way or a game feel a certain way, uh, it, Nintendo could do that really well too. Again, this is Dire Dire Docs the sound itself kind of gives you the underwater feel this is pretty much what the, the level was you are just traveling in the water one of those secret levels you find uh, you do get a star there and all that so it just has that that definite feel to that just with the chords and the melody uh just a great job from whoever was involved with the creation of this soundtrack uh just using the the uh the limitations, I guess, from the system and still doing putting out a really good sound output. Now, it definitely worked well with this. The sounds are on point, the, the tones are on point, they fit the technology at the time, in my opinion. Again, here's another example of that. This is the uh, Lethal Lava Land level. Again, just an example of what the EC4 was capable of doing, uh, even back then with those sounds. just really ethereal uh, despite it being kind of campy i like it gives it a desired feel all right let's take a move on all right y'all with this next one we're going to take it back to 2005 we are going to take it back to the to to the playstation 2 excuse me and this is going to be the uh... well last time i showed you Uh, 2K. This time I'm going to show you live. This is one of the best NBA live soundtracks in my opinion. Uh, Slaps from all over the place. People you wouldn't be expecting. Uh, But let's get into it. Uh, This is the pretty much the title. Well, the I guess the main track here. This is from Bishop Lamont. This is we got next. Basically the main track to the game here. This is featuring Chevy Jones, by the way. So again, this is another, you know, this is what EA usually does. Uh, It usually, you know, partners with a lot of different uh, artists from different, you know, genres, of course. And just, you know... you know, compiles different tracks together, and it usually for the most part, I mean, when it really was focused on doing this, I know uh, they stopped doing it at some point in time. I don't know the exact year uh, for uh, you know live games or the exact year for Madden games, uh, but for a while, uh, EA did a good job of, of 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 putting these albums together, putting these soundtracks together again, mixing the different uh, different genres together, and uh, they always seem to work, uh, but this one had a really up-tempo, uh, mostly uh, hip-hop in this one, uh, but a lot of the songs really went hard. Uh, this is another one I really liked a lot. This is by uh, Lupe Lupe Fiasco. This is so- called Tilted. Uh, this song is probably a really underrated song by him. I don't know a whole lot of people that know about this one. Uh, maybe if they can remember this game, maybe they might remember it, uh, but again, uh, this is one of those ones that I think definitely slipped under the radar by him. Since this was a compilation, you had tracks from all over the world, tracks from you know all different uh, notable artists. Uh, in the early two thousands, you had a, uh, a push towards you know the reggaeton and you know a lot of Latino artists, specifically from you know the uh, Puerto Puerto Rico and stuff like that. Tego Calderon was a part of that. Uh, he had a, he had a really dope track on here called middle Cosas. I thought this song was really cool. Uh, this went along with the uh, soundtrack uh, pretty uh, pretty well on top of that. <laughs> All right. Before I move on, there's one more track I wanted to show you. Uh, this one is by Fort Minor. Uh, you might, rem- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might remember the name. Uh, this is uh, one of the members from uh, what's it, what's what's the group called? Um, oh, new metal band, Lincoln Park. I don't know why that name did not just come to my head. But anyways, uh, the main one of the main members of Lincoln Park, Mike Shinoda. Uh, he was well after uh, the whole explosion of you know new metal and his group his original group of course uh, he broke off and kind of did his own thing in terms of rap and this was his project for minor uh, this was one of their biggest songs here uh, being showcased here on uh, NBA live oh six of course this is called remember the name. at the name of the game came back, dropped Megadeth, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses dude, it's the truth now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the room, I heard you fuck them with death dice, 10% luck 20% skill, 15% concentrated power, will 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the day next up, we're going to take it to the Playstation uh, back to the Playstation 1 and this is a a late 90's release this is going to be Knockout Kings 2000 I think a really overrated game at the time uh, I, I think with you know everything that's come out now in terms of boxing it probably doesn't stand up in terms of uh, graphics and stuff like that but it had a really u- unique uh, cast of fighters, of course. It had your Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, of course, all the real knockout artists of the time. Jack even even old school uh, fighters like Jack Dempsey, Joe Lewis, stuff like that. Uh, but the soundtrack was really on point. Uh, you had a little good mix of some club music, some off the wall stuff, type stuff with that. Uh, one example of that is "Knockout" by um, what's Mixmaster Mike. Uh, this song pretty much fit. Well, it was you know within the title itself it's called knockout. it goes right along with it, with, with the concept. this is boxing again, this is knockout by Mix Max to Mike let's check it out. All right, that was mix max to Mike knockout again. this album had a good mix of some uh clubs some 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 uh techno, I guess you could call it that uh but it also had some good rap as well uh an underrated artist that I don't think a lot well I don't think a whole lot of people ever really heard of um but this was one of his main um one of his main catapults, I guess, right here was this, uh, was this soundtrack here. He put in, uh, first of all, his name is called Oh, and, uh, the song that I'm talking about here is called In the Game, uh, the, the beat here is fire, uh, his bars here are, is, are fire, uh, really unknown, uh, kind of, I guess he was a really unknown cat, I think he was a West Coast MC as well, uh, but just somebody who came about, like, in the late 90s, uh, but never really got a whole, I don't think a whole got a, Got a whole lot of mainstream shine, I'll say. Uh, but again, he definitely put a gem out with this song right here. And uh, let's give it. Let's let's take a good look. at And there no time to become the referee Between two dudes about to do debate Taking for a girl Tomorrow will be the call that from their mind Cause they no so many time if you feel my pain Let me hear you say Players if you feel my pain Let me hear you say the you When you number feel my pain Let me hear you say Alright that was O in the game I think a really underrated rap song, uh, one of those those things that you don't hear unless you turn on something like this, uh, turn on a game like this. Of course, this is a really old video game, so it'll be, uh, again, it'll be something that a lot of people just probably won't know about. But again, I know about it. I thought the bars were on point. Uh, he's he's really an underrated NC. I don't know if he's still around, but oh, uh, definitely check him out uh he has some other good sound uh songs that also went on that soundtrack as well but uh uh Knockout Kings 2000 another good soundtrack uh before i get to the final uh soundtrack i wanted to go over one honorable mention and the reason why i want to go over this honorable mention here is because i really don't think uh maybe outside of a list like this i don't think it'll get um well, both of these games here will get their just due, and the reason why I think they de- they need some type of love is because, uh, well, for one, they're on the well, they're on handheld systems, and you would think that you know a handheld system doesn't necessarily will carry the weight of you know a, a, of a home system in terms of sound and sound quality. Uh, but I I beg to beg to differ. Uh, I definitely think. Um, well, the, the two games, I'm going to go over real quick. Uh, they're part of the same type. They're, they're part of the same series. Uh, the Legacy of Goku series on the Game Boy Advance. Like I said, the first one will come out in 2000, 2002. And um, basically, uh, these these were basically just pretty much um, taking a after of the show. Uh, you know, starting from the, the Saiyan Saga all the way into the Namik saga in the first game, and then in the second game, it will start right after the, of course, after the Saiyan saga, um and it will pick up after the Namik saga. Excuse me, and it will go all the way into the Cell game. So again, you get a good chance to kind of see exactly what happened, you know, in the show. In the, in it in a nutshell uh but again what i really liked about these both of these soundtracks is that they sound really loud and powerful uh despite being on hell and Hill systems a lot of sound a lot of beautiful sound in my opinion um just really well just really well crafted uh well here's the well here's an example here's the theme for the first game here Alright, so relatively early in the game, of course, it is following the show. Uh, You do end up fighting Raditz, and of course, he's like your first boss. And I think uh, that is probably one of the best themes that I've heard on a Game Boy game. Uh, I think it's just really supercharged and really just, um, really, I mean, it captures, of course, it's a fight, and it's like a it. Really grasp the uh, the fact that this is a challenge. This is your first challenge of the game. Um, let's just take a look at it. I mean, one of the. I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I like playing the game so much. I would just. Turn on that game just to get to that battle, just to listen to that song because again, uh, that song is just so on point. It gets your adrenaline going. It matches what's going on. He's throwing blasts at you. He's throwing punches at you. You're trying not to get hit, but you have to get someone in range to hit him. So it's that battle. So it, I definitely think uh, it, it's just a fun song. Let's just take a listen to it. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, we're gonna move on to the second game in the series, of course, Legacy of Go-2, Goku Two. This will come out a couple years later, and um, this one here, of course, would have like pretty much be like a RPG kind of. You get to choose between like three different, four different characters, I think, at some point, five actually, I believe. So again, you get to run through, like I said, uh, the Android Saga, the Cell Saga, and again, I think you know just like the first you know sound like the first game uh the music on here really worked well even with you know the limited capacities of a game voice speaker uh you still got full sound a full musical experience they did not skimp on that all sounds that they could you know muster that they you know could fit in there that they you know could program in it they did uh all over the place in terms of just the sounds uh, this one also had themes uh, for each specific character, which I liked, uh, for, uh, Goku, Gohan, of course, uh, you know, Vegeta as well, uh, those sounded really good, uh, one example of that I'll show you is Piccolo's theme. This here is another melody I'm into. This is uh, the East 43 theme. Uh, East District 439, excuse me, East District 439. This is where Goku and of course, Gohan live. I definitely like this tune right here, uh, kind of laid back. Uh, you're just walking around. Of course, this is what you would experience typically playing the game, at least in this part of the game, anyways. And uh, again, just really works well with the Game Boy sound. I don't know exactly how they programmed it or anything like that, but the um, the instruments and just the melody that they use resonate very well uh, within that handheld, that handheld device in the Game Boy. And this is what I liked about both games. Uh, but let's move on. All right, y'all. I'm going to wrap it up for tonight. And uh, we've made it to the end of the list. And um, let's just get right into it. There's no real need for too much of an introduction. I think we all know about this one. Pokemon, red, blue, yellow. I think this is a mention as well. Um, in this last entry, I'm going to mention Generation 2 as well. Only because I feel like both of them were just so big and uh basically i feel feel like the setup of both soundtracks or just you know how they set up the music for for each of these games uh was pretty similar of course you had the intro of course you had what you you know you had the music pick up from where you left off in the game uh so we're just going to talk about some of the towns and some of the some of the music and just why i thought it was just so amazing especially back in the day um Part of it really is sound I mean again I was just so amazed how you can get all these different sounds and really make a, a good song coming from a handheld device um, it took me a while before I got my first game boy so a lot of what I was used to were the cheap tiger handhelds that you only got beeps and all that type of stuff from and not even really any, even graphics so but in terms of music you didn't get really any of that you just got a whole bunch of beeps and you know electronic. Type music, but it didn't sound good, it didn't sound rich like this. This sounds like something that you could actually listen to on a regular basis. Of course, you probably wouldn't because that'd be kind of nerdy, but of course, you could listen to it uh, without you know, it just sounds like actual music, and that's what I always took away from it. Um, But um, especially dealing with this game here, you had so many elements to it. Of course, you had the small towns, uh, you started off in Pallet Town, so well let's just let's just talk about it I mean music for everywhere you're traveling you get music uh you go well yeah let's talk about it you know you travel around to different towns you get the regular theme you know about this one here this would literally be 90s kids' life when we played our when we played this game going from every town to town yeah I don't think I can get over that that same one but it still stands a test of time in my opinion we know about it uh but let's move on of course She had so many other examples of uh of course awesome pokemon music of course i know you guys know about all the battles let's take a look at let's take a look at course we know about the gym the gym leaders oh yeah they had their own special their own special turn their own little special tune as well this music you can you can hear the tension and the frustration can't you remember it all that tension all that you had, a, you know, you thought you had the best Pokemon in there and you over here you, you really down into your last life, really battling with this guy. And just for me to use a freaking super potion or a hyper potion on you right when you about to kill him. I know. Oh. Oh yeah. I remember those days. Pepper's Farm remembers too. Oh, those all oh, man. Oh I know y'all remember Town. I know y'all remember. I know y'all remember the hideout. The Team Rocket hideout. This maze right here. This annoying fucking maze. You know which one was worse? I tell you which one is worse. This ain't even the worst one. Nah, nah. We just getting started. We just getting started. I know y'all remember this bullshit and the warp panels and have to fight through all of Team Rocket just to have to get to that one that one warp panel and then have to be out of nowhere to be bumping into Gary you have to fight him too right before you fight the boss just to be frustrated oh yeah yeah this is, this is taking it back see kids today won't know about that frustration they really don't they really won't know about the frustration of having to go to Sabrina's gym and having to go to all the warp panels and trying to find a pattern to get there. They won't have to worry about that. Nope. 13th floor of the Slipkot building. Just to find out you got to use the warp tiles to get there. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah. but Let's move on. We're going to move on to the second generation, of course. That means gold, silver, crystal. Uh, The concept was still the same, of course, battling and... Uh, you had all that going on uh, one thing I definitely liked about this one I liked I liked the surfing music on this one um, for just some reason, I, I definitely liked the way this one sounded, this game was chilling a lot more uh, ways, of course there was some advancements in this game uh, but there was some things that remained the same uh, but one of the things that I liked specifically in this one was a theme uh, that you would hear when you started surfing animals I thought that one was a little bit more so for surfing Pokemon, not animals uh, I thought this one was a little bit more chill let's take a look at that one yeah pokemon had music for that ass i don't know how they did it but they know how to do it i like it um you know i you know again this i I, well of course you spent so much time playing it um it's gonna have to sound good i mean it's gonna have to be something that's gonna keep you wanting to play it but uh again just to experience it just to play with it um and you're hearing it i think it's a good experience i think i think again enough i mean i think people do like the graphics people do like the gameplay but music has to have a little bit to do with it as well i'm the music i'm a music head so that's why i say that uh but here's another example of some chill uh pokemon music here uh you have this is the national park theme of course this is from generation two like low-key laid back you know sunday morning type shit you know but really cool you know um and really, you know, uh, again, uh, as as Pokemon, I guess, advanced I went into different, you know, it advanced a little bit, and it got a little bit bigger and expanded. You got to do a little bit extra in the game. Uh, this was a little bit. This was, you know, off the beaten path, of course, from the first generation. You didn't have a whole lot of extra stuff to do outside of the missions, but outside of the main story but in this game and you did uh going to the national park was just part of that experience catching blood pokemon uh, there was a contest there so that's significant um again so there's a lot of stuff that you know the second generation and just pokemon pokemon in general brought to music i think it made handheld music and handheld gaming a lot more uh enjoyable a lot more you know something that you can do for long periods of time because you know this is actual music. You're not just sitting here just listening to beeping and just you know mechanics of the game. There's so many games that that you have out there that do that. Um, especially when it came to handheld stuff. And you know, like I, again, like I told you, uh, it, took me, it took me a while to ever get a Game Boy and all that. So I remember those Tiger handhelds. I remember having those cheap little you know no color screen or just if it lit up it was just a green screen and just you know little two-dimensional sprites and all that and the music again would sound just like that it would sound generic and two-bit uh just little bits and you know little crazy sounds but this is a melody here this is an actual sound and again you're holding it in your hand so again to have all that powerful music and to be able to listen to it i thought that was that really neat and uh it was a treat for me to be able to listen to these type of songs when I was younger. So uh, we're gonna not we're gonna you know call the a wrap for this list today. Um, we are gonna be moving on again. Let's talk about what we got going on for the show. Uh, well, everything has been canceled at least on the sports tip because of coronavirus. Um, and the NCAA championship we have been talking about all the conference tournaments uh, we begin we had been setting the shades setting the stage stages for that um and of course we had just gotten underway of those conference tournaments and uh, everything had just uh, come to an end of course uh the ncaa had planned on um you know of course having these games held without you know idiot any, anybody in attendance uh but right after it was rudy gobert the utah jazz and uh, his teammate, uh, I believe his name is Mitchell, uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, they both tested positive, um, you know, within the span of this week. It shut down the NBA immediately, and that would shut down the NCAA tournament as well. Uh, I had planned on doing some coverage on the XFL in the meantime, but that is. That season has been put on the wraps because, again, of this virus. Uh, you also have uh, the baseball season being po- the start of the baseball season being postponed because of the coronavirus. So it is serious. Uh, there has been another third NBA player confirmed to have it. Uh, he's a member of the Detroit Pistons. I do not know the name of him off the top of my head right now. Uh, so the, the sports world is in change, is in flux right now. Uh, so I do not have a whole lot to talk about or share with, with you uh, uh, at the at this very moment. Uh the only other news story really circulating right before uh this whole the whole stoppage, at least in the NBA, would have been Kenny Atkinson being fired from the Nets. Um, obviously uh, it wasn't working out there and there was just clear well it was word coming in from everybody that he just wasn't getting along with Kyrie or K D, which is crazy because neither one of those two guys are playing but again uh they are the superstars of the team and again it didn't work out and you know he had been there for a while and uh things just hadn't you know come to fruition just yet uh so i guess uh the superstars had enough and you know they they used their i guess you could say their influence to get him out, out of town but as far as the nba is concerned um that is it uh, the, the the Lakers and the Clippers were finally able well, were able to play for a third time. The Lakers were able to uh, win that game. Uh, the Lakers at this point um, were still on top of the West. Of course, you still have the Bucks on on top of the East. Another uh, another quick storyline I kind of brushed through uh, would have been the talk of uh, the. The MVP race, of course, my pick for that would have been Giannis. Uh, some other candidates that I'm pretty sure about, of course, is LeBron. Uh, you also got uh, James Harden on that list as well. But now, with you know no basketball being played, uh, there's no real, you know, there's no real way to tell it and, and how that is going to play out or how that would play out uh, as far as college basketball is concerned just to go back there real quick uh without a, without any tournaments i don't see them you know declaring a champion just yet i'm pretty sure if things subside uh in terms of the scare and all this uh the and the risk of a you know even you know more serious outbreak i think uh they might have a tournament at some point uh, probably won't be the 64 teams. Uh, I, I heard at some point it might have been. It might be a 16 team tournament. This depends on what, uh, how far this goes, and what they are able to, you know, muster together. Uh, so again, uh, it would be it would it would have been a 16 team tournament if they were able to get something together. Uh, so that is yet to be determined. So there's no champion there. Uh, so. You know, a lot of things are up in the air as far as my sports, as far as my personal sports coverage. Uh, I know I definitely will be going over the NFL draft. We have that coming up. I don't know if it's going to be the big uh, event that we um, and uh, so um, we have the draft. So I don't know if it's going to be the big event like we're used to seeing. You know, with Roger Goodell going to the podium and calling people, all that stuff. Um, I still think there's going to be a draft, just, you know, probably just the GMs in the war room or something like that. That'll probably be my guess. Uh, You also have free agency. We're going to have to talk about that as well. Well, I'm going to have to talk about that as well. Um, I'm going to have to finish off my, well, now I have more time. Um, I'm going to be finishing off my uh, series on the history of California Immigration, uh, a.k.a. the Golden State Issue. So we'll be finishing off that. Uh, basically, my epilogue, I believe that will be part eight. So that'll be my last part to that. We'll be finishing off that. Um, and, of course, uh, just updates on the coronavirus, of course, and other international and uh, local and statewide news. Um, so uh, it's, it's very crazy, in my opinion, um, especially, you know, seeing... Uh, some at well in terms of you know with the coronavirus and what we've seen recently with uh, well with you know Rudy Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell getting it uh, just seeing the impact it's had on the league and of course uh, and just in regular people's lives you know they're buying out everything in the uh, grocery stores and all that um, the best thing I could say is just uh, stay calm uh, as for myself I'm staying calm I'm buying food when I can. I'm not going to super stock because they're going to keep these stores open. They want you to buy their stuff. This is part of what they want you to do. So I'm not worried. I'm not scared about scared about everything closing and all that. No, they want you to make. They, they need to, for you to consume. So nothing's going to shut down and be all that drastic. So um, I guess if you really want to buy bulk and just give your money, uh, right away up front then go ahead me I, i'll just spread it out they're gonna get mine i guess <laughs> so um yeah like i said as far as coverage is concerned on this on this channel um again in terms of sports it'll just be some nfl uh we might uh well i do want to go over some baseball but again i'll just probably wait more closer to the season or if there is going to be a season close to when it might start i will save that uh there is of course cause there is some offseason stuff we want to go through there the aftermath of the the houston astros of course there is some free more free agency stuff to talk about there as well um so uh there is some baseball stuff to get over to go over uh, of course we still have the nfl on tap that doesn't stop again where the, their fiscal year starts now so and if you could stick, you could technically start talking about the nfl now if to uh same thing with college football you got springtime football so uh although those spring games have been canceled uh the duck game the duck spring game in portland that's been canceled so again you know it's more so you just got it's just i guess the news the news headlines no scores really to go over uh just headlines and that's the best i can do for you guys right now of course we have reviews i can go over i got those for you guys i got a bad boys Two review for you guys uh yeah yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot for on my end that i can get through for you guys so um i'll just be working on just uh just content as it comes along again uh like i said i got where there's more you know there's more reviews that i'm working on of course when the news comes as it comes you know i'll be working on that uh, just a little bit more difficult when it comes to this this sports. Um uh, not a whole lot to go over. So uh as again, like as these as these stories do come, I'll report them. That's the best that I can do. Uh but anyways, if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can hit me up on my email at ljbutler 75 at gmail dot com. That is ELJ Butler75 at gmail dot com. Once again, that is ljbutler75 at gmail dot com. ELJ. B U T L E R 7 at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on Facebook and Instagram at L Jamal Johnny. That is E L J A M A H A D J A N I. Once again, that is L Jamal Johnny. E L J A M A H A D J A N I. I also have a Facebook page for the show as well at Never Out of Bounce. Once again, that is at Never Out of Bounce. All right, y'all. I'm going to sign out. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love. And I will holler at y'all later. Uh, Make sure you wash your hands, uh, take your vitamins, say your prayers, and stop being racist to people. You heard it here first. All right, y'all. Good night.